0: Everybody, what's up it is robert rock and roll back into the mix we're very lucky to have a social media weapon join the join the show <laughs> and good friend wendy thompson how are you CEO socialites
1: i'm wonderful so good to be here
0: you've um we were just talking before you've got the the, the newscast to set up ready to roll saggy trackpads at the i do bottom, slippers
1: yeah yeah literally slippers trackies and then like a nice top it's like what go. we do now
0: great yeah it's it's a thing um have you got sick of all the different platforms for all your zooms google hangouts microsoft teams facebook workplace Flippin, who knows what whatever else or have you managed to consolidate and keep life simple
1: no there is no simple life right now it's hilarious (laughs) um (laughs) it's so funny in fact like the other day i was on a I can't remember which one. I was on one of them and I wasn't used to it and I kept on pressing on the, going going to go mute and instead of pressing mute, I was clicking myself out just because it wasn't the one I'd been working with the rest of the day. It's so funny. I was like, and sorry guys, I'm back in again. Hi. Yeah. Hi. A, <laughs> so, getting there. Hey-
0: People that have been going back to backs. Now we we're talking to uh, Melissa Clark Reynolds before, and she was saying, you know, usually in between meetings, you know, you could pop down, go get a quick coffee, or come back in. Yeah. And then what's happening is people are just going back to backs. Like, you know, I'm, shit, I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah, it's you're like, crazy. Boom, 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 boom. And then it's like, then you stop and you're like, wait a second, I haven't like eaten in like seven hours. You're like, oh, shit, no. maybe I should go do that. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. F- for those who aren't aware of our socialites, what you do, how you roll, a quick, quick bit of context, and then we can jump into it.
1: Oh yeah, so um, Socialites, it's a social media marketing agency I started 10 years ago now, been in advertising for over 20 years. Um, we specialise just in social media marketing. We work with sort of large, tend to be New Zealand, Australian corporates um, around the world and do some really good good work. Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, Twitter, all that stuff. It's fun.
0: You also missed dropping the hammer which needs to be addressed 2019 australian social media market of the year
1: oh thank you thank you thank you (laughs) Um,
0: we had uh sir peter gluckman on yesterday and he's got like first he starts off with like sir peter gluckman got it and then he's got all these crazy flipping like phd mbe dot 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 something something something, and i'm like this is flipping nuts man he's got all all of the all of the things on on, on it he's got helpful a lot of things so. yeah um where Not to start let's start with this how much how big of a change ha- a brand's going to approach digital and social after this ac i
1: think quite significantly i think it's going to be really big and this change is going to be really important for all brands and businesses whether they're you know a uh, tiny little coffee coffee shop shop in matter matter or they you know a big telco everything we've been forced to become digital first absolutely So from a brand point of view that means everything and my my worlds obviously communication so communicating digitally first is just absolutely huge. Um, yeah I can't really emphasize it enough we've just moved digitally we've seen an increase of 60 percent online traffic in the last hmm. few weeks. It's Mostly on huge.
0: social, I'm, I'm guessing?
1: Across the line. No, um, across the internet in general. People, right. What's happened is and it's not just communication. So communication has increased you know, hugely, but also just online in general. So people are using online where they might have gone into a store. They're doing all their research and their, um, uh, their research and their shopping online, which they didn't used to do. And I don't think they're going to go back because it's so much easier. <laughs> all, all you know. Virt-
0: are you talking about like vi- yeah. virtual browsing, R and D, price scoping, and then after they're in the Every routine time. of that for a month, you just like stuff it. I've now yeah. got my my login. I've already got my previously uh, uh, bought. I've got earnings, my wishlist. i got my face, Got my wish
1: yeah. list. I'm used to talking to people online now as well. Like people have been forced to become good at digital. Like we've been forced to get good at Zoom and things. Everyone's been forced, if they weren't already, to do online shopping, to communicate with brands through you know. Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp Messenger instead of, you know, ringing them. Um, it's it's really been a huge, huge change for people. It's like there's that meme going around, which I quite like, and it's, you know, who led the digital transformation in your company? Was it the CEO, the CTO, or was it COVID-19? And what's happened right now is that everyone that hadn't done their digital transformation has been forced into it. I'm mm. hearing a lot of companies who were, you know, they were going to maybe do their digital transformation over three years. They've had to do it in a month um yeah. and i have done it <laughs> so yeah. that's exactly you know, what um
0: club Omerid was saying he was they had a th- three-year um the strategy. the strategy was the same it just got escalated really 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 fast yeah um and instead
1: of two to three years let's just do it in a month okay like yeah and you know what they're doing it it's kind it of interesting
0: pr- as well it goes to pr- <laughs> yeah. how fast organizations can move and how how fast things can get executed and how brave you can actually be if you throw the hammer and flip and do it like obviously you know oh, i'm yeah. sure people would have liked a bit more than 48 hours notice for those that weren't <laughs> pre- prepared for it but simultaneously you think that after you know five weeks of this working virtually i mean you know, melissa Clark Reynolds was saying before she's like i don't think i'm going to fly to any of those meetings which i don't really need to be at i think i'll just zoom in and it'll be fine cool Next.
1: yeah oh you know it's definitely change. It's changing everything like it really has you know in a big way just transformed completely the way we work and you know it's not great obviously for some industries this whole thing is horrendous for you know hospital and tourism but um for other industries it's actually given it a real shot in the arm which it needed so that's quite quite good to see um and especially us that work in offices you know i think we're going to really change the way that we work and i think that might be better for the planet which is pretty cool um and also just our work-life balance so that's Cool. And, mm. you know, there's some really interesting trends come through. One of my favourite one is this kind of radical humanness that's coming out for brands. And it's that, it's come because we're all in boom meetings with kids and dogs and stuff running behind us and all sorts of funny things happening. And people are, are appreciating that. They're wanting to know, you know, who's who they're talking to, but not just their corporate workplace, but who's mm. the, the full person. So that kind of radical humanness is coming through. And I, I love that. I think it's actually really special. That real genuineness, yeah. transparency, honesty—that you're a whole person, not just who you are at work, kind of thing. Quite cool.
0: It is cool. It's um, it's flattening the optics of the ivory tower, right? It's 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 bringing it down to ah, oh, that is the CEO's bedroom and fireplace <laughs> and cat <laughs> and running shoes and and in exactly. many ways. For me, it's not weird. For you, it's probably not weird. But for many that don't get to, oh, have we lost you? Oh shit! Oh, Wendy. really? Are you back? You can back? Okay. Okay, no, we're there. I okay, think you're fine. So we. <laughs> okay, sweet. No, you just the whole thing went blank for about five seconds. Oh, um, I hate that. and it's quite cool. It's quite cool seeing the, um, you know, leading with love and being kind and all this other stuff. But I, at the same time, I, I really feel there's going to be this wave of. I've talked about it a couple times now. The weak leaders again exposed because mm. it's all transparent there and then the other ones that have been great are creating tribalism and big sets of glue within their organization yeah. which is going to hold on to retention rates and it's and i think there's going to be the good companies are going to come out this so much so much greater oh. Clark Reynolds was talking about before businesses that haven't potentially survived they almost had like pre-existing conditions coming into this and a lot of the weaker businesses potentially have fallen off obviously that's yeah. outside of those whose cash flow needs them to like parking that aside yeah. um and so it's been quite interesting seeing just how it brands have um, adapted. What's the biggest surprise? What, what's the most? What brand has made you most proud in terms of what they've done with their marketing on social in this last month?
1: Last one. Well, they're the, actually all. Um, I can probably give a couple, like a small example and a big example. I think at a at a big level, I'm really really proud of the work that New World's done. Um, you know, in terms of the pressure on the organisation to kind of suddenly, and you know, and Countdown as well, but New is one I, I know, um, in terms of like to, to feed the country, I think they really rose to the challenge and just listened to their community and did, you know, kind of was in there with their community and I love, I love what they've done. They've done all sorts of really cool um, campaigns like at home with where you go in home and do cooking with them and things like that, we, mm. and just they were really not... There was like no defensiveness at all. It was very like transparent. And as things changed, they were like kind of, they over communicated with what was happening and they've done some, and they listened to the community. So things like, you know, um, giving priority to first responders and elderly people, like they they were like, oh, yep, that's a good idea. Let's go do it. And they just kind of quietly got on and, 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 well, actually, not quietly, they over communicated, which I thought was really, really cool. So I was really proud of them. And then at a smaller level, I've actually seen some fashion brands doing some really cool things and like oh, yeah. being really innovative. Yeah, like um, my friend who you, you me, which is a really cool handbag shop. You know, she couldn't ship or anything like that. But what she did is she went out and um, looked at her archive of the stuff that she actually had and was like, and did this big like campaign to like sell all her old, you know, archive stock off, which was a really clever, smart thing because it ticks into our. of nostalgia that we want right now but also it gives her some much needed cash flow and creates that connection with the community and i was like oh that's just clever and smart and not just going on holiday for four weeks you know that's actually innovative and i was like i like that and it just showed that she really understood the Mm -hmm. community um so yeah i think whether you're big or small there's things you can do
0: just lean on that point what's it's going to become clear at the end of this thing is those brands that have, you know, told those stories well and shown care and empathy, but being creative with their commerce and the content, especially leveraging on social when everyone's there, it's going to create this, you know, you're talking about you know, this, this patriotism, this, this hyper-local backing, this, this sort of like really get down and support Absolutely. that person. That's going to be quite interesting. How do you see, not pa- you know, I guess patriotism. It made, is patriotism, a really. Yeah, but yeah. Like, how do you think this I've, is going to I've play seen out seen after this? this.
1: The yeah, I've never seen the patriotism and the kind of shop local and that tribalness so strong as I've seen it now as a country. Um, I'd say it's—I'm putting it out there—I'd say it's stronger than during the Rugby World Cup. Um, everyone oh, is just call, really. I know oh, it's a big call. call. It's a big call, but you're, you're it's, right though. Wendy. You're just, right. I think I am right. I mean, people are <laughs> like, literally changing from like blue to red right now. It's like crazy, and people are just coming together. And it, I was kind of giggling. I was chatting to my husband about it. And it was like, is it because we're so competitive? We've just got to, like, even everyone's going, oh, when we're looking at our COVID responses, we're, like, comparing ourselves to everybody else, like, you know, the Aussies and stuff. And yes, I'm like, is it yes, we yes, don't yes, sport, So we have to yeah. be competitive. We still have to beat the Aussies. And I was like, it's so funny. Like, it's not funny. But it is well, a little but, bit funny.
0: But team of five million, <laughs> right? like, she's used that wording. You Know, yeah, she, she has used that in, and there's it's very she clear, is. you know. Yeah. Um, around you know, New Zealand's a very much a we mentality, and lots of other parts of the world in different countries, um, without pointing fingers, are very yeah. much a me mentality. And when you've gone, you know, unite uh, against uh, COVID, look out for your neighbor, leading with love, this hyper local resiliency, you lay, lay yeah. on top of team, and then you put wordings in the graph because that I've been seeing that same graph, and all I'm looking at is like. Black is down. All right, we're winning. Don't yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Black is down. Black like is we're down. Black
1: just is we're down. competitive. <laughs> and the great <laughs> thing is, like I think as a country, we're actually gonna like. Obviously, it's impacting everyone individually, and I'm not at all wanting to um put any, you know, say anything wrong about the people who are really really hurting through all this. But as a country, I think we could actually come out quite well if we beat this from a tech point of view, from a um, being up on the world stage, from a Investment point of view, and I think a lot of people will be wanting to invest in countries and tech and businesses in New Zealand because of what we're doing here. Because I think we have shown this real, yeah, patriotism and coming together, and we can do it. And it's, it's just quite, it's, we're on the world stage right now, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, that's what we think, anyway. I'm back, and you know,
0: no, no, but we've like. got to be, <laughs> it, it sucks, right? Because this is what I was, I was talking to someone the other day of mm. like, um. We've never had a moment since the Treaty of Waitangi that brought together culture and community together more, that's brought culture, community and commerce together for one moment. But instead of being a, a proactive approach for us to do it for each other, it has been us reactionary to something which we can't see. And so we've actually been yeah. reactionary to bring us together not proactively even though our intent was to be proactive and i've been just thinking a bit about like the the impetus of something that has started with and it's still bad right like people are sick people are hurting people people yeah. are not making it that sucks at a macro it, it just kind of you kind of feel I, i've been thinking about this yeah over, this thing of like you're half i'm half excited about the future and and hype for opportunity and then half depressed because i know the waves of You know, mental health, potential suicide, domestic domestic violence at home for for people and kids that are in unsafe environments, for uh, upcoming recession, for people that are going to get wiped out, for all this other shit, and it's heavy, right? It's it's heavy, and then you've kind of got to stop and be like, okay, net net, what does this mean for us? And and when I think about it, I think, okay, well, if New Zealand can be the, one of the first countries in the world, back on business. If we can be open for, for global trade, if we can be, yeah. you know, really... Open for investment.
1: For, open for like investment. investment. like, let's get some of these amazing businesses humming who might not have been, you know, up on the world stage, and they now suddenly are. Um, and if we look at our future, I, you know, I do think, you know, it, it is probably in that sort of tech space, and I think we could get some really good... Um, good good profile right now so that would help a lot of other a lot of people who who are currently right now hurting maybe I mean it's all conjecture also I love the idea of and like it is hard like you know it's close to me as well my husband's in international tourism so it's definitely affecting my home right now but at the same time on that positive side as a business leader I think it's really important for our job to look to an exciting future and go what can we create and you know is it a, a truly clean green in New Zealand environment like what does the perfect place to live look like and and what can we do to change that right now um environmentally but also commerce wise or you know what what are things that we can do as a business and, and make some big changes while while everyone's going in the same direction it's like I we think we always need this big vision of what that would be and then everyone's like right we're in because I've never seen the country come together like this in my years mm. and it's, it's quite apart from things like rugby world cup and it's it's quite cool it's um mm. but to have make a up. better new zealand what what is that though i mean i'm not an yeah. expert so that's who so we need w- the experts
0: where's the where's the 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 north star the, the the clear mission of an intent of a nation the the kind of the you know i've been talking about this idea of you know, Perfect the, new, the new new zealand no it's like well when yeah. it's, okay well now what you know if we go back to business as usual and it's copy paste shit mm. again everyone's going to be like Hey, I don't think we these want people that. died and and this is we're back to the same shit like we, yeah surely we can be better surely we can i be don't brave. think we surely need we that can, you
1: know yeah i don't think we want to go back like i know we talk about we want to go back but i don't think we actually in our hearts want to go back there's some things that we want to keep so it's a matter of choosing what we keep you know it's like what you're saying about people not wanting to do those meetings they didn't need to go to let's, let's save those carbon credits um but also what what else could we do like if we can do this as a nation i'm i'm pretty proud right now and i think a lot of kiwis are if we can if we can beat this what else can we do like can we can we make the perfect world you know or work at work towards that can we eliminate you know kids kids getting hungry and domestic violence like why not is there a way to do it i don't know i'm not an expert but it'll be pretty cool
0: yeah the um melissa clark was talking about you know the fact show i think the numbers i don't know if it was the right one but it was like hundred thousand kids you know don't even have access to the internet and you mm-hmm. think in 2020 you know like i'm half around the world right I now think. we're doing this there you're you're an ak and then you kind of just sit there and like what 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 do we want who's going to be brave to actually put some expectations i mean if we go back to christchurch right within i think it was like you know 24 or 48 hours just then it comes out it was like all right no more guns boom done next okay this is our yeah. this is like so I, i'm kind of wondering like what's the flipping, hammer that's going to get thrown with the stake in the ground for what new zealand either is about or represents because we haven't even seen the, the, these negative waves it's we don't have enough data and there hasn't we haven't had enough time yet to find out what where the weakness with the big weak spots in society are just yet so i'm wondering if, yeah. if they do flare up where they're going to start to throw the hammer down of what what we're actually about, because you know, if we're if we're being all airy fairy, New Zealand's perfect. We're this u- utopian place of the future, and we, mm. you know, we're the safest place. Blah, blah blah. But then you know, if we're talking about you know mass homelessness, kids who can't flip and yeah. eat, all of so the bad shit, you're know, yeah, like,
1: we've got what? It's not great. No, yeah. but so how? So if we make that a real, you know, I think the mental health things, I think all New Zealanders are very into that, and I think everyone's looking for a for a solution, and there's some people doing some incredible work in that space. So. It's almost just like we need a focus, you know. Like let's go. Okay, the next year is all about X. I don't know. It's kind of almost that. Um, like I'm, I'm a business person, obviously. So you know, we work in kind of everything's about focus. You just focus on one thing well, and that's how you get stuff done. And I wonder if you know the whole country focused on one thing, like we're doing now, eliminating COVID what would the next thing be? And then can we have a 10-year plan of one thing a year? Or There you go. That's what i do as a business person. i go, okay, that's what we're doing. We're going to eliminate, I don't know, carbon this year. We're going to eliminate, we're going to have every single um, car electric. You know, it's completely unrealistic probably, but you would have said what we're doing now is unrealistic two months ago. So I think it's kind of time to change things, try and change our thinking a little bit. Yep. Which is fun. But the other thing that I'm saying, which is really interesting is um, from consumer point of view and which brand should think about, is that considered consumption, which all links in together to us slowing down and thinking. And if you're a brand, like from a real practical point of view, it's become less about um, convenience or prestige and people are now really wanting to know the purpose behind your brand and that doing good and caring—that's what people are wanting to see. I'm seeing that really strongly on social trends coming through. it's One of the big ones as well. It's quite important. So linking yourself to other people that are that are doing good is important as, well as the brand. Mm.
0: It's just a different. It feels like instinctually now everyone has got a different filter on top of the other stuff of you know, are you a good human? What are you about? What's your purpose? What's the where's the depth, mm. not just the width? I think we've we've flipped from a width to depth um, perception yeah. economy maybe.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, we're less about just getting all the things done, um, kicking off the bucket list, et cetera, and it's now come into, okay, what are you, you know, thinking about what you're doing, thinking about what you're buying. Um, you know, everyone is thinking, do I really need to go to the shops to buy that bottle of cream or can I wait? You know, it's that whole kind of everyone stopping and thinking yep. and they're applying that to their whole lives with everything that they're buying, everything that they're getting involved in. And I quite like that. It's almost quite mm. um just considered. It's less just doing you 'cause you're you're told. It's more yeah, considered. Considered consumption, I'm calling it. It's my little yep. word, but I get it. It was I like
0: just put it. yeah, it's it's pausing and quit like I, I really feel mostly the exact point. Yeah, that they've got you know if you've been at home you've got these new routines you're making your coffee you're making your lunches you're doing this you're doing that the retail psychology out of this i think is going to change have, will have changed the consumption mm-hmm. habits of the world like i can almost guarantee if you've been doing this for a certain time it's past your 21 days of routine where you know you might that go for a walk you might not go for every single you know meal eaten out you might not you know fast fashion the shit up 12 times a week going just buying a bunch of random shit on online, you might get more into minimalism, you might think more about, you know, the depth and story of quality products. Do you think it will, do you think it has shifted or will shift entire consumer behavior for our whole generation forever?
1: Yeah, it's a big statement, but I do think it has, it was already trending that way. And what's happened is it has shifted our entire generation's behavior. Um, It was trending that way already. This has just reinforced it. And bought it across the entire, every, you know, everybody that's out there. We're starting, there's already kind of little pockets of it, but now everyone's got it. And I think that whole kind of mass market stuff is just going to go, um, just not what people are looking for, which is kind of, it's kind of, it's always bringing back the craftsmanship of people, which is quite, quite cool. So whether you're crafting, you know, a product or a surface, a service it's It's almost making everything a little bit more individual, um, which I think is quite nice, especially as we, which fits in with this whole movement that we've got already of, you know, using AI and technology to kind of do all the repetitive, boring stuff, um, but then actually using the humanness of us to be that creativeness and thoughtfulness and sort of bringing that through again. Um, It's kind of cool. Sort of can see a future like that.
0: Yeah, it's definitely changing, if not changed already with all of it. So, can, when you come back out of the side of this, right? People are going to get back into the mix. They're going to get back into business. They're going to be back rolling. If you could, you know, reimagine or redesign or reframe this this future of what you feel it could be for um, brands, what how would you reset social media marketing after? was a brand,
1: yeah, probably the number one thing I would do um, to reset your social media marketing. Art after COVID is just check how closely you are listening to your community. There's still a lot of brands out there that are just using social media as a channel to push and that's only half. In fact, it's less than half of what the job is of social media. The biggest job job of social media is actually to pull information from your community back and to use that to influence your business decisions. So I'd be looking really strongly at what insights are you getting from your community? What are they asking? And making sure you've got a perfect funnel to get it from the Facebook page or Instagram page or Twitter feed back up to the um, people that make decisions in your business. So I'd start with that and everything should come from that. You know, it's, it's you know, we've always talked about being com- companies being customer lead, but this has been c- like truly community lead. Like what's my community saying on a real time day to day um, level? Like our clients, we used to do weekly reports before COVID-19 of what the community was saying, we're now doing them daily or twice daily because the world's changing so fast and it's enabling our clients to really understand what's going on in real time and make decisions in real time and i think that's where people need to go to in terms of rethinking and just having a look like it's not just about you know, i'd be connecting with people that are doing good stuff um and just thinking just thinking outside the box a little bit like what's out there what's happening kind of cool what's
0: that yeah the, that whole point of
1: collaboration you know, and that- yeah, yeah, but
0: like listening to the product, circling that background, and then appro- just approaching the the platform differently with maybe it's approaching with more respect to to the audience, right? Instead of
1: yeah, yeah. instead of it, yeah, it's almost changing it from using it as a broadcast platform because it's it's not like it is, but it's not. That's not where its real value is. It is you know cheaper than any other platform out there for broadcasting, but it's using it as a listening platform or connection platform. That, I don't even really like the word social listening. I like I prefer to use the word like social connection because it's not just yep. trolling and listening to little words that come up. It's actually going, okay, what are people really saying? What do they mean? And asking them questions back and getting really engaged um, and showing that you care and are listening. And it's quite you know it's, it's fun. It's good. I know you're all, I know you're all over this. You're always listening to your community.
0: Yeah, it's.
1: It's time
0: consuming, but it's worth it. One of those ones. <laughs> no, no, to, to totally go up. I was just thinking from a like a brand's perspective of, you know, how do they shift? Mm. Do they do they build out different teams? Do they prioritize things differently with spend? Like I know there's gonna be a huge different way that people um decision makers that have done nothing but consume digital content and uh and been doing everything online. I can't see a world where they go back to after COVID and then just put everything back to the way it was because they're going to yeah. know that they consumed that in the new world. So if the eyeballs are all on mobile devices and digital, do we need to be doing the dot, dot, dot? Why are we dot, dot, dot? Do you know, like I'm wondering at a, yeah. at a C-suite thing, if there's just going to be big chats to be like team, what are we flipping doing here? Why mm-hmm. is dot, dot, dot. And why can't we dot, dot, dot? I think there's going to be those conversations like, man, if I could be able to fly on the wall at all these different board ch- chats, when everyone yeah. gets back and just decompresses, you know their truth, their learnings, their yeah. insights, their ideas, their everything. It's just going to be this like
1: amazing. Just,
0: uh, you know, uh,
1: it's it's crazy. I mean, it's it's actually creating a digital first marketing strategy, and I would say that most companies I know still don't do that. They they might call it customer first or media or whatever. They still, you know, basically. I know, you know, from personal experience, it's still. Here's your little bit of money that you get in social media to work with from a real practical point of view. And I think that needs to change. And not just because I'm in that world, but because people are consuming digital and social first or getting the information from that before they, you know, use the other channels. So I I think it's, it is almost right now, it is the most important channels as your digital, like we know... We, we know that digital right now is the most important channel for every single brand out there because of what's changed, because of this big digital transformation. So it's almost like starting with that rather than having that as an add-on, which still happens in a lot of organizations.
0: Well, it's the only um, channel right now. Stuff, exactly. best, it's only, like, <laughs> yeah. this, this now went by one, default yeah. if you didn't even want to yeah. do it. It's like stuff you did. stuff that's
1: right now aren't going to work. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, you just... <laughs> That's yeah, so one of my favorite things, but they do not work right now. They do not exist, <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: where do you think the biggest um, shift in allocation of money that will come into social will actually come from, in terms of marketing? Like where do you think it's gonna get hit the hardest in terms of In terms of like, spent?
1: whether it's probably print, cause well in New Zealand we've had, you know, Bauer shutting down, so suddenly the money that was going into print will, can't literally go there. So I imagine it will go go there. But what I'd like to see is actually people going, okay, what do I need to make my digital marketing strategy work? And then whatever's left over goes to the other channels, which is a complete flip from how people in the past have done things. So it's not whether it ne- where it necessarily comes from. I think it's more about if that's your priority, because right now digital is priority for everybody out yeah. there, and how much if I needed you know X amount of money to do digital well and there's Y left, then that's should go to the others instead of going why first and then digital second yeah, like yeah. people just have to have to go right to get our digital strategy i need this much money whatever's left over goes to the other channel um because you just can't cut right now the one thing you can't be cutting is digital and we know that like i'm kind of lucky we're in an industry right now that you know is up and running and so we're doing fine um to, to other companies um and more traditional because we that's where everyone is And our results are huge. We're getting three to four times more results than we do usually. And people can't even buy right now. Um, Interesting. But people are still buying and they're just waiting. Or they're putting stuff into hold. Or they're like the communication. The wish list is a huge thing. Um, If you don't have a website, please get one. (laughs) I'm telling all my small business customers. And people are doing really good deals. There's all these companies like giving websites away for free. There's... um, so much free stuff happening right now for people to get New Zealand digital and that's quite beautiful to see as well. I'm even looking yeah. at doing like digital DIY kit or something like that. would be quite fun just to, to launch yeah. people but it's, um yeah, you've just got to go digital first, everything else second, right now. Yeah.
0: If, if yeah. you were um, scared of social media, you didn't understand technology, you don't know what Microsoft Teams is, you're scared as shit of Google anything. <laughs> And you know that you are now in this world that you don't understand. What's the first one or two things that you'd do for a, bus- a small business owner in New Zealand who is scared of the world of social?
1: Probably the first thing I would do is get myself personally onto social media. So just as a as a person, so as a you know as a Wendy Thompson or a Joe Blogs, and start to use the platforms yourself. So you kind of can see what people are doing. So get yourself on Instagram. Get yourself on Facebook. And especially, you know, Facebook and Instagram in New Zealand are the two you really want to be playing with, especially Facebook if you're a business. So I'd get to start with that, start and follow some of the your brands that you like and see what they do just to get a bit of inspiration. But like what I would say is like my mother-in-law is 78 years old and she's been doing Zoom, she's been doing Facebook Live of her, um, she's quite involved in the church. So she's been helping them do church live sure Facebook streams and we, because of social distancing we're like talking her through over the phone like it's hilarious and I'm like if she's 78 and she's amazing and can do it um, then like you know anyone can do it They're, like there's no excuse <laughs> she's so funny <laughs>
0: what platforms do you think are moving the fastest right now to to do new um, products and services online in terms of social like what, what businesses are really throwing the hammer down and creating you know, a better experience for customers from what you've seen?
1: Oh, I haven't seen anyone do anything absolutely amazing. I did just see this morning that Facebook bought um, a SME-focused company in India. I haven't done the whole research into it yet, so I think they're going to be really helping SMEs out quite a lot, which will be really interesting. Um, But in terms of local businesses, I haven't seen anyone do anything radically cool as an experience. But what I would love, and I wish someone would do it, is to really get into that um, virtual reality, kind of put on a pair of glasses or have a thing where I can go shopping on my screen, like properly. I thought that would be epic. Okay. So I wish someone would do that. Because I hate, also I'm a person that I only, like I don't like going to the shops and going shopping personally. Um, and I know a lot of other people, I like that. And it would just be great to be able to just kind of go through and just have a better experience than actually, you know, looking at stuff on, on online. So just make that online experience better bit more VR, that'd be cool. I mean,
0: is there a retail app that automatically takes every single product, categorizes it into sections, turns them virtual for your size and have you go through? Does that exist? I don't
1: know. You know, like, like I say, have Google.
0: If, it, if it knows, all right, give me, basically, everything black and double XL, go, and I have my custom <laughs> AI store for me, and I just can, and like, And here's your body thing, yeah. I, I, sc- I, sc- I, sc- I can scroll through and be like, all right, cool, all right, cool, and, like, let you do it that way. That'd be interesting, eh? Like, if you think about—I mean, it's I'm so sure it, ex- cool. it probably exists, but if if you probably
1: you know, exists, phys- just not used widely. Yeah. yeah. Or
0: just, oh, I just—I just don't know it. Yeah, I'm a small brain. But if when you go to a mall. <laughs> you physically walk in and it's 100 people's products for 100 people. Imagine walking yes. in and it's all and products it's for you. And it's like, yeah. everything's a size 12, everything's a double X, everything is black, everything is there. And I'll be like, yeah. that would be cool. And then and then there's a byproduct of it. I mean, technically, I guess you do it with filters already, right? You this do it with filters the
1: now, thing. but it's just, yeah, like you do do it with filters. Like if you go into any clothing store, yeah. you, most of them, you can go, you know, size, whatever, la la la. la. But, yeah. Yeah, I just feel that there is a the next level. I feel like that was kind of, you know, five to ten years ago, and it hasn't got better since Jumped. then. Like, what would be great if you could put in your measurements and then it showed that on so, your body? Yeah. You know?
0: because ah, I, I might be a your avatar like, in it. Got
1: it. That would be cool. Because, I mean, I'm, like, super short. Like, I'm only five foot three. So stuff looks quite different on me than it does on the models. Um, so it would be great to see it on me <laughs> without it even going to a store. Or, or even just
0: as well, like, with, you know, if you plugged in, um, we're just going on a little tangent here. i just enjoy this type of stuff. That's kind of fun. Um, it, when you're going on to your, if you plug in your, your Instagram, your Pinterest, your LinkedIn, your Facebook, all the rest of it, and it automatically then tracks what you're liking, um,
1: yeah. what you're
0: liking and sharing and engage with, and be like, oh, cool, you know, he's shown that he's, you know, shared a bunch of Oakland Raiders stuff, and he's he's like this TV thing or he's done this and that. You know, it's almost a whole AI experience for only products mm-hmm. and, and everything. See, that'd be... I'd, I'd virtually shop yeah. like that too because I hate shopping. I just roll up, I buy the same and I'm <laughs> out. I'm like, stuff that.
1: Yeah, I'm not just, great at it. I have someone that helps me. It's really handy. <laughs> like, dress me, <laughs> which is quite yeah, nice actually. to have. Yeah, what, my friend like um, AJ, she's amazing. Yeah, she's a stylist. She's really cool. You've got,
0: and that's just, so baller. You've got your own stylist. That's
1: I dope. do. You are very well oh, dressed Oh, she's yours. so cool. Yeah.
0: You have the, you've got the things. Yeah, maybe she can help yeah, me. She just, just,
1: she just goes through ahead. my wardrobe and just goes... Buy that and put that together and it's like the best thing ever um so that's cool. very cool
0: um before we go i'm keen to see what's your biggest what's your biggest hope out of, out of the back of this for new zealand
1: i hope that we keep this sense of togetherness i love the fact that everyone is isn't is, is working together towards something so my biggest hope is that we Find this next big thing that we're going to work on together as a country, and we all get behind that. I would love that. Um, that's my biggest hope.
0: Yeah. Out of out of crisis is opportunity, and it's it's bad for a collective, but it's also it could be good as a collective as well. But it's that that, that mm. unity piece, right? That's the it's always the optimistic view of of where things can go. Yeah.
1: Um, well, it's always like if you think about like I've always found politics really tricky and hard and we thought who'd want to ever be a politician because as a business leader I love that you know I'm a certain type of leader and people are attracted to me as that type of a leader and then I can go do my thing but when you're a politician you're kind of having to you know like have everybody like you and support what you're doing which is very 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 hard and so when the circumstances make something so big that you know you can really lead well um, I think that's a really powerful opportunity to do big things and if you look at countries like Singapore in the past where they've got like a big strong vision and the whole country goes towards that i'm like oh i think new zealand can do that like we're sort of small enough and powerful enough and right now we're together um you know and that's why wars unite people you know it's the same sort of psychology so wouldn't it be cool if we went okay let's stamp out child poverty or mental health maybe we actually organize like wouldn't it be great if we could actually just solve that problem i know that's not an easy problem it's like saying solving homelessness but it doesn't have to be an easy problem to solve. It should be a hard one. Otherwise, why do mm-hmm. it? That's
0: very well said. Before we go, uh, Pandy says, uh, any ideas for New Zealand national sporting organisations or sports clubs on what they should be doing, uh, or they should be concentrating on in a digital space? From Pandy for Oh,
1: one. yes, I can help with that. I'm actually on the um the board of the Rugby World Cup next, which is in of course, next year. Piss and... off. Are you actually? <laughs> yeah in oh, um, New Zealand, God. which yes. is really exciting. So we've been talking about this a lot. Um, it's really cool. Um, we're very excited because hopefully, all well, going well, it might be, you know, it's in September next year, it might be one of the first um, big rugby tournaments in the world and New Zealand will be center stage for that. So that's pretty exciting. But we've been talking a lot about what sports companies um, sports games should be looking at. And it's really about building that community. So connecting with people and sort of showing. So things like, you know, behind the scenes, what are the players doing at home, um, doing lots of video content so you can build up the custom audiences, which is just a little bit of tech on that. But if you're doing a piece of video content on Facebook and Instagram and people watch three or more seconds, you can collect that database at the back end and do retargeting later on, which is quite useful. But right now, I think it's all about building up your audiences um, and telling your story and sort of talking about what, you know, really showing that humanness, that radical humanness of your sport and making it accessible to people. Hmm. That's what we're focusing on with the uh, Black Saints and things like that. Quite well, cool. It's the
0: same thing, of the, it's depth versus width, you know?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, just being there, being there with people in their homes. So it's not, and oh, there's a little bit of stuff we're doing as well. And it's the whole nostalgia piece. Like, remember when we did this? Quite nice. You might see that coming through with the rugby um, stuff at the moment we're doing. It's really nice but it's also like, what can you do at home, <laughs> you know? Yeah, true, yeah. really entertaining.
0: Um, love the banter, Wendy, as per usual. Thanks as for always. your time. You're, Thank you. You're awesome. Uh, would you like to give a plug to uh, socialites.co.nz, check it out for any of your social media marketing requirements, any, would you like Thank to say you. anything like that? Or is I've just said it. Yes, um,
1: you've just literally said it. Everyone, um, go say hi to me over on socialites.co.nz. <laughs> <laughs> Done,
0: love you, Wendy, I'll talk to you soon. Okay yeah